Hello, and welcome to the Intentional Healing Podcast, the show that dives deep into issues that disrupt the lives of BIPOC folk in urban communities, because we understand that people from the hood need healing too. We just need to be intentional about it. I am your host, Veronica Clanton Higgins, and today we are going to be talking about that thing called inner peace with my boo, my mentor, Dr. Wendy Talley. Get ready to activate those crown chakras, y'all. Let's go. Okay, hello, Dr. Yes. Tally. Hello, Veronica. <laughs> Thank you. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you agreed to be a guest. Absolutely. You're my boo too. <laughs> <laughs> so how this goes, we um, have two segments. They are called healing sessions. And so each segment is guided by questions that we're going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go all into it, <laughs> we like to warm people up, get the palate nice and wet. And um, <laughs> and um, before we get you ready, let's get you warmed up with some um, opening questions. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Let's okay. go. Let's go. So you guys, you're going to get to know Dr. Tally right now. So. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is blue. All shades of blue. I love blue. Blue? Why blue? Blue, because it has so many varieties and so many different emotions attached to it. People always think if you like blue, you're sad. Mm -hmm. But actually, you're not. You could be vibing. You could be in a space of just harmony, Mm -hmm. you know? And also, I see blue as a color of propelling, being able to burst, you know, into the next space. So that's why I love blue. Did you hear that? She said <laughs> propelling. Okay. I felt like flapping my wings when she said that. Okay. So, what is your favorite song? Okay. So, I'm going to date myself. I'm going to date myself, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, it's it's just hold on to your horses. I'm going to date myself. But my favorite song is Grease. What? Grease is the word. <laughs> I love Grease. Wait. Wait. Yes. Grease, Grease. <laughs> Grease, Grease. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not going to sing it because I cannot sing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from that movie? Yes, yes. From right. the movie, which is Grace my favorite is the movie. the word. It's a word. It's just hard to get I don't know the word, but I know the melody. Yes, I, I yes. I see you vibing to that. Oh, I love it. It's a dance song. It feels good. It's just, it's a song that'll just keep, it keeps you going. It gets you going. It gets you in that right vibe. So I love Grease. Okay, I love it. Because as soon as I start singing, my shoulders was like, hey, Yeah, yeah. Okay. John Travolta, all that. I love him. Olivia Newton-John. John, yes. I was going to call her Jane Fonda. <laughs> no, no. Don't ask me why. Okay. All right, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know what to change your ringtone to on my phone. Okay. Well, what's your favorite movie? Of course, Grease. <laughs> I love the clothes. I love the feeling of just high school and what I always wanted and dreamed of high school to be. And, you know, all the different clubs and the friends and the dating and the shopping and all this other stuff. And just having those um, those jobs, you work in the burger stand with the roller skates. I love that. And I'm telling you, one day, I'm going to give me a poodle skirt. Oh, 
I'm going to get me a poodle skirt. I'm well, going to get me a why you're going to get a poodle skirt. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Definitely, definitely. But I love poodle skirts. I love the pink and the black with the black poodle at the bottom. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see how Halloween goes this year with COVID. Right. Uh, but definitely, regardless of whether COVID is here or not, I think I'm going to go ahead and dress up in my poodle skirt. And I can see you with your hair up with okay. that bang. All day. All, all day. Oh. It's time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait for October 31st to see what <laughs> Dr. Tally pulls out the closet. Okay. So, oh. Now, every time I look at you, I'm going to think about you in a poodle skirt. Okay. So, <laughs> what is your sign? Now, listen. When I tell you my sign, I have to give this disclaimer. <laughs> Because folks, as soon as they hear it, they're like, oh, okay. So trust and believe I'm fine. I am well in my space and there's nothing wrong with me. But I am a true Gemini in every sense of the word. (laughs) Every sense of the word. Every sense. Yes, there is two sides to Wendy Tally. And when you love on me, you got to love on two people. <laughs> but I promise you, I have my crazy intact. I, I pull her out when I need to. Oh, and her facial expressions are everything. <laughs> and so, if you um, want to follow uh, Wendy, she's going to give her information out at the end. But just watch when she does a live video <laughs> and she is talking. And she is getting really into the point. She makes this face that I absolutely love. Yes. And she does her hands like. <laughs> so those of you who are listening, you can't see what I just did. But when you watch the video, you'll see it. So yeah. Yes. Okay. So. True Gemini. Not a Kanye Gemini, though. No, no, no. Gemini, male Geminis, I love you if you're listening. I truly do. But mm. I love you from a 20 feet distance, okay? You're you're not wrapped too tight. Yeah. You're really not. You're Kinda really not. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You, you are. We're going to keep you in prayer. prayer. Come with warning labels, please. Yes, yes. Come with male Geminis, labels. we love you, but no. Mm-mm. Okay. A hard no. A hard no. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, thank God none of our children are Geminis. Okay, no, so. No, no, none of them. <laughs> What is an interesting fact about you? Oh, I love off-road vehicles. Fast ATV all day, all day, all day. Let me get the mount. Let me let me get the um, the motorcycles. Let me get the um, motorbikes, the eighteen wheelers, the three wheelers. Let me have a spider. What's that called? We actually have a Polaris. Okay. A a two-seater Polaris. I love that. I love anything that's fast and that can resemble a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, also what I love and part of that, I love racing. Mm -hmm. As much as as my husband, who I love him to death, but that driving in Jesus' name. I don't know. (laughs) He makes my nerves real bad. But when Please it comes tally. to driving, Please I love Mr. driving tally fast, alone. but not Mr. Tally. Mr. Tally, in in Jesus' name, I just got to make it home. So, but I love off <laughs> off road vehicles. Yes, okay. Don't you. cry because your makeup is going rough. I don't have any armor. Um, if I did, it would be dripping right now. I already know she's gonna be coming out the box with it. So, okay. So I can see you going fast, but screaming too, because I can see you going. Whoa! Oh yeah, I remember when I I started I started the love of motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, as a toddler. No, I was not driving at a toddler. I mean, motorcycle, but my sisters 
always dated guys who had motorcycles. Oh. And they will strap on my seat onto their the wheel their handlebars or the or the back of their bike. Uh-huh. They will strap on my my uh my car seat uh-huh. and drive me around the neighborhood. I don't know what the rules are. I'm alive today. I do not tell Look, disclaimer, don't have nobody out here doing that, okay? Because you're not telling nobody that I told you to do that. But I used to love that. And they used to just take me around because my sisters used to babysit me all the time. Okay. So whenever I start hollering, I'm not, you know, following directions. They'll put me on this motorcycle and I would just get so calm. I get calm in speed. Okay. I love speed. I, I can understand that. Yes. Like with ADHD stimulants yeah. calm people <laughs> now. So sometimes well, I wonder. I wonder that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Okay. And I always laugh when we do this because I, I always look at our, our sound engineer from the um, Variety Group. And uh, he makes these expressions sometimes when guests are saying things and it always cracks me up. So <laughs> I always, <laughs> it's always on target. Okay. What are three words to describe how you feel right now? Oh, wow. I feel excited. Mm. I feel energetic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm, I'm in love right now with this space that you're in. Some the I, space that you're in oh love with. Oh my God. Color Compton. Oh my God. is amazing. Mm-hmm. If you all ever have an opportunity to come down here, it's my very first time. And whenever I love a space, I'm going to keep talking about it and talk about Mm -hmm. it. I'm going to do something with it. But yes, this space is gorgeous for everything that is of art, of music, of creativity. Oh my God, I love it. So I will definitely be back. I don't know in what capacity, but Wendy Talley's coming back here. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Color Compton 306 West Compton Boulevard. Come upstairs and you can um, check us out. All right. (laughs) All right. Oh, and I wasn't even paid for that. (laughs) She did that because that was an authentic reaction. Absolutely. Okay. Wait, was that three words? Was that three words? Was that three words? Excited. Yes. In love, excited, and full. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you know. (laughs) Okay. So, coffee or tea? Of course, coffee. (laughs) Listen, if I ain't got my cup of coffee within 10 minutes of me waking up, if I'm not stalking people on social media, it is not going to go down pretty. It's going to be a hard day for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. The Gemini, yeah, she don't come to play. She ain't got her coffee to put her back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Y'all thought 2020 was bad. (laughs) Look, I can't with you. And Wendy, I love this shirt that you have on. What does your shirt say? It says half hood and half hood. Wait, no. Half spiritual and half hood. By who? Dr. Shadia Edwards, honey. Yes. Yes. Psychologist in the building. I love it. Yeah. So you make sure you guys check out Edwards Consulting and you can get you a half spiritual, half hood shirt as well. Oh, yes. Very All good quality. God, good quality. Okay. Guess what? You all warmed up and stuff. Um, <laughs> and we want to make sure all of that. So yes. let's go into our first session questions. Cool. Okay. It. I love it. So, <laughs> so whenever I curate questions, I always think about the individual that I'm speaking to mm-hmm. and just whatever resonates with me about them. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, with you, I kept thinking inner peace and just like comfort and things of that nature. <laughs> so what do you identify as the operating principles of your life that bring you inner peace and comfort? Well, you know, when I saw this question, when, you know, when you told me about it and and I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, what is it exactly? Mm-hmm. You know, because 
I'm always operating in the moment. You know, my life is not scripted at all. Mm-hmm. Once you get me going, you better record me because I may not remember what I said. You know, if the Lord is not moving through me, something's moving through me. So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta record it because I'm not gonna remember. But I, you know, I think I was thinking about that, and two things came to mind, which is pretty much the overall brand of Wendy Tally, not so much the brand of my businesses. But my overall operating principles are just two major things, mm-hmm. being intentional and being non-negotiable. Mm. And I have, and how I came up with that and how I've been operating in that space is I look back on, you know, what has always brought me back to center, mm-hmm. what has always brought me back to an inner level of peace. And what gets me going is being intentional about whatever it is that I want to manifest or I want to maintain. Mm. So either I want to bring it into my life or whatever it is I want to maintain it, I have to be intentional about it. Right. Because it, you, the Gemini's out there, I'm about to tell you a secret. We're all over the place. You know, we're all over the place. We're never sitting still. Mm. And it's never enough. And we do operate in chaos. A lot of us do. And so, but when you're operating in chaos, you're not of peace. And if an and and once, but once you find out that whatever it is and you stay laser focused and being intentional about whatever it is that you want, inner peace is what you will have because now you're guided. And and then being non-negotiable about that, um, about being intentional about that inner peace, you won't let anything come in a way of uh, of destroying that or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And whatever your resources may be to ensure that you stay intentional mm-hmm. in that space, mm-hmm. I am big on that. If I have to bring out my army of my booze <laughs> and just, you West know, side. oh, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, some people you got to keep on the payroll that's not, you know. <laughs> That's half spiritual and half hood. I can't. I love my spiritual group, but you, yeah. You got to be balanced. You got to be balanced. We got to know how to just organize our way through Compton and Watts. (laughs) You got to navigate. You got to navigate. Okay. So those are my two major operating principles that I find that if I'm not operating in that space or I can't get back to it, I'm not operating in my inner peace. Okay, okay, that's perfect because that's the perfect segue into the next question mm-hmm. because you said your operating principles are being intentional mm-hmm. and non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So when you think about how you live and what you do, how is that aligned with your principles? So very first thing is just thinking about my relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, any of us who are out there that are entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, you know, or what have you, you're always operating to serve someone else. And a lot of t- and 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 those of us that are in the field of mental wellness, mental health, and all of that, you're always giving of yourself. Your tank is large. So how I align myself with being intentional is that I have to always come back and say, what am I doing for Wendy? Mm-hmm. What am I doing for me as a woman, mm-hmm. as um, as a daughter, as a sister, and as a mother? And so once I understand that, and I'm feeding that and and making sure that I am well in that space, Mm -hmm. then what happens is I move into the principle of family. Right. You know, and then I start thinking, okay, how am I being my best individual self in this unit? Mm -hmm. You know, because you can't you can't have a unit with um, a whole unit without having its individual parts doing well. Right. And so 
as long as I know that I'm being intentional about my family, myself, my relationships, my intimate life, because that's huge, okay? <laughs> Veronica's all about the intimacy. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and so, but really, that's so important because, you know, understanding intimacy, not only with your partner, but intimacy with yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And there's so many levels of that. And so I think that is ways that I align myself consistently, you know, or at least again, being able to come back to, as long as you, I have a foundation to know that this is where I stand, wherever I may, you know, veer off and Mm -hmm. I'm not in alignment, I know where my center is. Right. If you don't have that alignment with your center, Mm -hmm. then you will never find a a place of, of peace or, or, or balance. Right. And people, intimacy is not about sex. It's Mm -hmm. about connection. Right. And so, yes, but I'm about both. Um, so. <laughs> you are right over there, the engineer. <laughs> He's used to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, now that you um, mentioned all of that, which mm-hmm. is beautifully stated, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. How do you define inner peace? Like, what characteristics would you use to describe inner peace if it were a person? You know what? I, you know, again, this is just, this is self-reflection is so big. And I thought about a deep connection with inner joy. Mm. A person that has um, the characteristics of purity of heart. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, again, I'm about foundation, you having a a foundation of joy. Mm -hmm. And I think that people misconstrue happiness with an overall emotion in every day and, and all of that. But happy happiness or happy is about moments in time. Right. You can have moments where you're happy and moments where you're not. But joy is about having that true spiritual core belief that no matter what mm-hmm. and faith that you are are you will be well, you are okay. So someone who has purity of heart, someone who, you know, is genuine with their connections, mm-hmm. you know, that is definitely somebody of, of, you know, a person, if I had to describe that person, if that person had arms and legs, this is what they will be. And laughing. <laughs> I mean, it's every day you and I are laughing. Right. And if we're not, if I'm not laughing, you're going to make sure I'm laughing. <laughs> Uh, but laughter, what I found is it breaks up the negativity. It does. It's like that hammer. You know, when you take that hammer and you you hit a wall, you want to break something, mm-hmm. right? You're breaking against something. So laughter is like that hammer that breaks against the negativity. Right. So someone that enjoys the moments of laughter and looking back at things and saying, okay, the enjoyment of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's how I would characterize characterize an actual person who was um, who had the characteristics of a you know inner peace or in a of inner peace. Right. So, and I'm glad that you said that because a lot of times when people think about inner joy or even any type of uh, serotonin induced mm-hmm. emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, they always think that you're supposed to be in this constant state. That mm-hmm. if you say, "Oh, well, I'm not feeling happy today," or this could happen, they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're not being positive, right?" Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on that um, toxic positivity mm-hmm. when we're looking at inner peace? Mm-hmm. Do you think that 
the two are connected or the, the two are separate? Or do you think toxic um, positivity is the opposite of inner peace? I think it's the opposite, you know, because it's, I believe the way that I view it, I view it as being forced, mm-hmm. you know, that it's based off of the belief or value system or construct of another person. And then they're putting it off on you. Like, why aren't you smiling today? You should always be happy. You should always be positive or whatever it is that you're doing in life. You should always be a certain way. You know, for example, just being a therapist, Mm -hmm. they think that therapists are supposed to have this perfect life and we have everything in alignment. Right. But little do you know, and I'm going to let you on a secret, and um, therapists have the worst. (laughs) We have the worst alignment with our lives. I'm telling you, we are great at helping other people, but when it comes to us, oh my goodness, the the moments that we have in our secret places mm-hmm. are, are are very challenging. So when people have this belief, this this manifestation of of positivity that they place on you and force you to believe it, mm-hmm. or that you should be, and 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 I think the listeners need to understand that it's that should or you know ought to mm-hmm. anything that's anything that's forced of a suggestion is to me um toxic positivity Good. allow me to experience if my positivity may not always be a smile right but i am content where i'm at and mm-hmm. i'm at peace and i'm whole then that's my form it's not me walking around with a smile all day you know, I don't want all that air in my mouth. It's just not. <laughs> she said, let me experience the full range of human emotion without exactly. you having an opinion about exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Let me experience it. Let me let me have all of it because it's mine to have and exactly. it's not yours to dictate. Exactly. You know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and for those of you who do not know, the human beings have eight basic emotions. Um, we have anger, fear, uh, disgust, surprise anticipation, um, joy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. and sadness. Mm-hmm. Those are the eight basic human emotions. Mm-hmm. So what Dr. Wendy is saying is allow her the space to experience the full range of those emotions because she is a human being. Mm-hmm. And so this is beautiful. So we have one more question for this segment. Mm-hmm. And that question is, how do you set boundaries um, to maintain your sense of inner peace? Well, you know, that has been something I would say 2020 has really forced me to really take a harder look at. I have friends like yourself mm-hmm. that I love the way that you are really are intentional and non-negotiable about your inner boundaries and and your inner peace and those boundaries around those. And because of, you know, Gemini's were all over the place and we let everybody (laughs) in, you know, just practicing more of that. And I think that by practicing more of setting the, of manifesting, setting intentions, I think that that is something that people need to do more of. And that's how I've been doing to to create those stronger boundaries around myself. Mm. And so by doing those setting intentions and sharing that experience with other people mm-hmm. on a consistent basis, not right. sitting up there and you're, you're, in a, you're, you're in bed and you have to write down these, these five gratitude. No, it has to be intentional, mm-hmm. but it has to be of enjoyment. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And whether if it's in my bed, whether if it's in the tub, whether whether if it's in the kitchen, or whether if I'm drinking, you know, coffee or having a glass of whatever it is that I love of Stella Rosa and all those lines. <laughs> if, if Stella Rosa ever wants to send me a box, please do. I will give you my address. Um, but having <laughs> setting those intentions would be really good. 
And in that, and, and to put that all together is having a spirit of greatness. Mm-hmm. And greatness like is not that. equated to money. It's not equated to property. Mm-hmm. It's not equated to anything tangible. But the spirit of greatness is knowing that no matter what, you are an amazing individual, no matter what anybody says, no matter what you wear, no matter what you carry, mm-hmm. your spiritual greatness is is what's pushing you and guiding you um, and having those and into having those um stronger boundaries. Oh, go ahead. The spirit of greatness. <laughs> I like that. That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> I like that. The spirit of greatness. Go ahead, come through. <laughs> well, um, thank you, Dr. Tally. That concludes our first session. Um, we are going to take a break, and then we're going to come right back with our second session. So um, let's wet our palates. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> Mark is like, what did you I get myself into? Thanks <laughs> at all. <laughs> you should have been here when I was recording with Kedrick. Mark almost told me to put hands on that one. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Mark was like, because Kendrick, my Kendrick is my best friend since uh-huh. we were like fourteen. When I say just was just going off over there, and he's like, "Y'all see her threatening me?" Mark was like, "I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> no high blood spending. You're so funny." Okay, um, and Wendy, let me know when you are comfortable mm-hmm. and ready for number I'm two. Ready. Not number two, but segment two. <laughs> Okay. okay, you ready? I'm ready, Mark. Okay. Okay, this episode of the Intentional Healing Podcast is sponsored by VCH Prosperity Consulting. VCH Prosperity Consulting is a for profit business that is focused on individual, community, and organizational emotional wellness. This is accomplished through individual personal development, coaching services organizational wellness coaching, and professional development training. Visit www.prosperwithvchvch.com to learn more. All right, Wendy. Hey. Welcome back for session two. And uh, I'm sorry, I called her Wendy. We are in mixed company. Dr. Tally. <laughs> okay, because let me tell you that USC doctorate degree, we're going to call her Dr. Tally. Yes. Every day, all day. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, and she's a dual USC degree holder. Yes. So yes, let's yes. let that be known. Okay, master's and doctor. Okay, <laughs> so we just have to let you know who we got at the table. All right, so, <laughs> uh, so this one is called Reclaiming of Power. Our mm-hmm. second session is always about reclaiming your power. Mm-hmm. What does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we look at reclaiming power, sometimes we have to identify what that actually is. So when we think about your personal gifts, what do you think your personal gifts are? Oh, wow. This is something that I have to say I've grown to know in the last hmm, maybe seven, eight years, mm-hmm. you know, of my life. I've I've become comfortable with this gift because I did not believe that I had it. I only believed that it was something that um, people of, of, how can I say, large essence 
you know, true spiritual grounding would have. Mm -hmm. But one of my personal gifts is that I am actually very in tuned with manifestation and creativity with words. Mm -hmm. And what what that basically means is, is that you can talk to me about anything that's on your heart, have regular conversations, whatever. I am literally... Um, in tune with whatever it is that you're not saying. Right. I hear beyond the words. I hear beyond the message. I I can actually because I'm a visual learner. Everyone is diff- there's different types of learners, but I'm a visual learner, so I can visualize your message through your words mm-hmm. and literally hit exactly on point whatever it is that you're trying to to do. So that's something that I have to say is one of my very personal gifts. Mm-hmm. And one thing is another thing is is that I appreciate. I actually enjoy failing forward. Mm-hmm. That's an odd thing for people to know and well, hear. Explain, explain to people what failing forward means. Oh my goodness. This is why I became Dr. Tally. I actually <laughs> successfully fell forward in becoming that, that person. But when we talk about failing forward, it's about the idea of actually going out and taking those risks and whatever it is that you may desire. And you are open to the possibilities of learning Mm -hmm. and having setbacks and trip ups during the process because you see it not only as a failure, but you see it as a way to learn what you did not know. Right. And I've become comfortable with certain limitations that I have that actually opened up doors for me. Mm -hmm. So the idea to call me Dr. Wendy Talley at this moment in my life and where and where I come from in my space as far as my my family goes is a feat within itself for somebody who has two learning disabilities who has an actual problem with the English language and you can hear me speak right now I was like how is that possible but all things are definitely possible when you have that understanding of of creativity and belief and enjoying the fact when you fail forward, you're actually learning more and you're achieving more. But as long as you're failing forward and you're still moving, you're still propelling mm-hmm. and not falling backwards and just sitting, that that will definitely help you determine whether if you're failing forward or you're failing backwards. And I continue to successfully fail forward. Successfully fell forward. <laughs> if that's not a t-shirt or a book or a book, oh my God. Okay, look, I'm not putting nothing else on Dr. Tally's plate, but yes, maybe in the next two to five years, Dr. Tally will create a book called Successfully Failing Forward. And I will buy that book. Okay. Yes. And um, Dr. Tally, um, when we, be, uh, and at the end, I would love for you to just share it with people um, when we're wrapping up your other projects that mm-hmm. you have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do that at the end. I just want to let people know we have a dynamic uh, woman sitting at this table today. <laughs> now, how do you use mm-hmm. those gifts mm-hmm. to reclaim your power? Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is something that I'm always trying to preach, you know, when it comes to people struggling with taking responsibility for their own limitations, taking responsibility for their lack. Mm-hmm. And what that means is not that you are just showing yourself to be, you know, incapable but that when you can claim your own limitation, mm-hmm. when you can actually claim, you know, what what is not good for you, what you can claim that maybe you didn't make the right decisions or the best decision, when you own it, you say it mm-hmm. and you don't allow somebody to um you know, hold it over your head. That's power. Yes. You don't ever want to walk into the room. I'm going to say this slowly so you can understand this. I need everyone to understand this. You never want to walk into a room and have someone have something over your head. 
You never want that. You want to own everything, the good, the bad, the diff- mm. the indifferent. You want to own it all. Absolutely. Because if somebody can say something about you and you don't own it, you don't claim it, you don't see it as a limitation, but you see it as a way to propel into your next greatness, then what that does is they now have the power to make you or break you and they can determine your space. Absolutely. So that's really important as far as a way to reclaim your power. Yes. Don't get don't let nobody have that power over you. That's why you see comedians. That's why I love comedians. So they make fun of themselves. Yes. Right. So you can't say nothing to Kevin Hart that Kevin Hart hasn't said about himself. Exactly. Right? I'm short. Yeah, I'm this. Yeah, I cheated on my wife. Yeah. This. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> he does he all of that. Joke. He made a joke about it too. That's his way of reclaiming it. Like Dr. exactly. So no one can hold it over his head. He's like, yeah, I did it. I was stupid and I fixed it, but... Exactly. But you know what? He gets paid off of it. He has successfully failed forward. He took his pain. He took his limitation. He took his trip ups and made it to where millions of people will now pay him to to say his pain. Exactly. Okay. Well, I'm going to still keep talking to somebody who's ready for me. To start like, paying me like, to my claim. Like, like, are you gonna pay us for successfully filling forward? Because uh, I could drop my cash app. But look, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if they pay Kevin Hart, why not pay Dr. Tally? Hello, or pay Veronica exactly. and let it do what it do in the variety group. Hey, we all need to get. We all got children. Okay, so uh, do you feel it is necessary to get quiet, listen deeply and patiently? to your inner wisdom and and then let us know why or why not. Uh, well, I'm concerned if anyone says no to that because there's a lot of noise. There's noise even in the silence. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to go deeper within that space to really quiet your, your inner voice, mm-hmm. your inner thoughts. Yeah. And also to silence brings clarity and it reveals Everything that you're not hearing and not saying will come into the in a space of silence. Yes, it will. I think that a lot of people struggle with silence because it's uncomfortable. Because noise may actually noise makes people very comfortable because they you can figure out where things are coming from. Right. But if you notice, if you look at folks that you know may study martial arts mm-hmm. or folks that may study like. Um, different mantras or yogas or things like that. Mm-hmm. If you study them and you look at them, they're actually more comfortable and more powerful, comfortable and powerful in silence because they can see things clearly and hear things clearly, hear what needs to be heard, Right. that um, they, they make better moves. But when you listen, when you have somebody that's always in noise, they make very poor decisions. Mm-hmm. They, they're they not in control of their own emotions. Mm-hmm. They're not successfully failing forward. Right. And they're not appreciating their own, their own self-autonomy, their own space. Right. You know, where they stand. So inner silence, having that quiet time just to just be. Ladies and gentlemen, just turn off the music in your car. Turn the phone on to silent. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to anything. But listen to what life will bring you. Mm-hmm. Listen to what's coming towards you, and why is it coming towards you? And and really develop a um, an understanding of at that moment. What do I need to do in my next step? Right. I think Oprah talks a lot about. Yeah, that. she says, "What is my next best move?" Exactly, yeah. and you can't that figure that out if it's noisy. Right, and a lot of times, um, if you are still in a stage of healing and you have not accepted. 
a lot of things that you've done mm-hmm. or the path that you've gone on. It's hard mm-hmm. for you to sit in silence mm-hmm. because that silence requires vulnerability. Exactly. And like you said, some people, they're just existing in the chaos and the noise because they're not ready or able mm-hmm. or have the skills because mm-hmm. some people just don't know mm-hmm. um, to sit in silence and just go within yeah. and just listen. That's why I always tell people prayer is talking to God. And in that meditation, you know how you said it will come? Mm-hmm. That meditation is listening um, to God because mm-hmm. you have to get silent. Mm-hmm. You have to be still mm-hmm. so that way you can receive, like when Dr. Mm-hmm. Tally said, what is the next move? Mm-hmm. And then and Oprah says that all the time. That's why Oprah always talks about mm-hmm. uh, that next best move or mm-hmm. being spiritual mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people just like to, some people just exist in chaos because yeah. uh, trauma. Um, or whatever other reasons, um, mm-hmm. and their brains are just not, not ready just to sit in silence exactly. and feel and find that acceptance of self. So this is beautiful. And I, I love the fact that she's like, well, who wouldn't want to sit? <laughs> if you're trying to grow, why would you not want to sit in silence? Like, you need the answers to your questions. Okay, so as a woman of color. Yes, I am. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. I did not identify her as a woman of color. She is a African-American yes. slash black slash melanated queen, okay? <laughs> All right. So as a woman of color, do you often find yourself fighting for your power to maintain your peace? Yes, absolutely. When I read this question, um, it actually triggered a lot of emotion okay. because... It identified, like I said earlier, I am a person of vision. I see things. Mm -hmm. Words actually brings me pictures. And listening to this question says, I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. And uh, women of color, but especially black women all over the world, whether if we are in Hawaii or we are in the, you know, the tips parts of, of Asia, Japan or whatever, we are always fighting. Yep. We're fighting to exist. We're fighting for to be able to uh, for folks to be comfortable with our presence. Right. And this year, well, not not this year, but last year. But the really, it started maybe back in 2017. Black women began to stop allowing folks to force us to make us uh, force you to be comfortable or help you be comfortable with our presence. Right. I will no longer. Um, make space for your uncomfortability, and I'm responsible for your uncomfortableness when it comes to my to my presence. Because if you're not comfortable with my presence, then you're not comfortable with greatness. Right. You're not comfortable with being around a crown. You're not comfortable with, about being around a light. Right. Obviously, there's something wrong with you <laughs> that will not allow that to uh, to live. And positivity and light right. o- will always uh, override you know negativity and darkness. So mm-hmm. when it comes to a woman, you know, fighting for that power to maintain peace. It's it it's something that you know we will I don't think for a while we will ever get to you know really stop doing right you know I think it's a space where if as long as we have people that don't understand who we are and appreciate us even within our own culture right you know because there's not a lot of people of color that even appreciate who they are right and so black women are always in a fight. Um, and I find myself constantly fighting just for people to appreciate the fact that whether if my voice is high or whether my voice is low, whether if my hair is straight or whether if my 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 hair is a beautiful kink curl, it's it's something that I will always fight for. Okay. 
So that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, look, it, it was so beautiful. We heard some ding dongs in the back. It was like, yes. The universe agreed with what Dr. Tally just said, okay? So those were the bills of the angels in the back. <laughs> the African angels. <laughs> they were summoned. <laughs> Oh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, you don't I don't know where you've been. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and so, we're moving. And we're moving. <laughs> Have you not been watching the news? Okay, <laughs> so earlier we discussed reclaiming your power, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked how do you use your personal gifts to reclaim your power? Mm-hmm. But how do you tap into your power? Let me see. It's in order for me to tap into my power, again, let's go back to the earlier question. In silence. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that when once we get past the chaos and I tap into my powers going in silence. And um, and once I do that, then I can recharge and regain and say, okay, what do I need to do? What is my best self and how can I use my best self in every situation? Go ahead now. And so that's the way that I tap into my power. You know, I'm I'm human. I'm I I have my faults. I cry, I get down. I actually suffer from imposter syndrome. Mm. You know, and she carries a Louis Vuitton purse, she wears Prada shoes, <laughs> and she is no joke. And she's got the best bundles in her hair. I cannot you stand know, this woman I right know she here. can't stand me. I swear <laughs> to goodness. Yeah, but when <laughs> That imposter syndrome, honey, she comes, she comes, she comes and comes and wrecks shop. Right. But how I keep her at bay is allowing myself to get silent and say, what do I need to do? Mm. Stop, Wendy. I have a conversation with myself. I literally go into my bathroom and I will literally have a conversation with myself and say, okay, Wendy, what is it that you're supposed to do? Reread, look at it again and restart mm-hmm. that press the restart button and that's how you can tap into your power. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you know that there's different types of uh powers that they say people have like clairvoyant, mm-hmm. clear essence I think and clear audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they said that if you are clear audience that means that um one sign is that you uh it's like an intuitive power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one sign is the ability to have conversations with yourself. Or sometimes you hear ringing in your ears, mm-hmm. or you're able to pick up on what people are saying without saying it. Yes. And so I'm just letting you know. I have one of those powers. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you said to talk it to yourself. Oh, uh, like, yeah. They say, yeah, that means you're divinely guided by the spirits, which is a good thing. Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. So, okay. So now we're at this part as we start to wrap up. Uh, I just really appreciate you sharing and dropping all those nuggets for people. Um, but what is the what is the like the final thought that you would like to leave our um, listeners with? You know what? It, it's there's so many things I tell people, and again, I always say I always say to folks, you got to record me because I don't know what I just said. But the one thing is, know who you are, mm. and. YouTube University, which we all love. <laughs> I love YouTube. Okay. YouTube University has this has this one um, where you can subscribe to I Am. Mm-hmm. And there's I Am's for five minutes all the way up, I believe, up to eight hours. Yes. Okay. I yes. don't know. I've, I have no clue that I, I didn't know there was a record. I can record for eight hours. But, um, <laughs> but, the, but the mantra of I Am. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, if you listen to that in the shower, you listen to that right before you go to bed. If you take that tip 
and do it even when you're not feeling your best self. Allow someone else to speak into your life. Right. You know, uh, there was this previous business coach of mine. I was part of an organization, uh, and, and his name is Mr. Byron Nelson. Mr. Byron Nelson had said to to all of us when we, he was mentoring us in, in various businesses, he said, sometimes you got to take the belief of somebody else that they have in you mm-hmm. before you can actually uh, um, before you can actually create the one that you want to have for yourself. Right. So he believed that that if someone believes greatness in you, believe that until either you show up for your own rescue or you can create your own. Mm. And so when you think about I am and you're saying it even in your most vulnerable moments, what you're telling yourself is the opposite of what you're feeling. Mm. Allow I am to do that for you. Right. Is to create that. And the last and final tip, which I always, and maybe it's because I'm just a lover of food right now because we have <laughs> doing nothing but sitting at home and eating, is that <laughs> eat something that makes you smile or dance. Right. In moderation. Yes, yes, please. Because, you know, that quarantine weight is ain't no joke. But eat something that makes you smile. Eat something that makes you think of great things. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing when you eat that one particular food or dish that makes you think of the good old days or before March March 15th, 2020, what was life like before that time? (laughs) Or the old college days or the club days or, you know, going on trips or whatever. What was that favorite food? And eat that, you know, right now. And it's been like this for the last six years of my marriage with my husband. Husband, Mr. Taiwan Daly. Okay. <laughs> Is that cheesecake? I knew you were gonna say the cheesecake. That Oreo cheesecake. <laughs> Veronica loves the cheesecake. She will come to my house in her sweatsuit and her purse. Okay. She don't care because that's home. She don't care what she look like. And she will get her piece of cheesecake. I love the for cheesecake. Her and Mr. Higgins. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, it's just, it makes me happy. It's decadent. Yes. It's rich and yes, it's heavy. It's, it's so good. And even just now, you can hear it in our voice. <laughs> I didn't like, know you was going to say the cheesecake. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, <laughs> yes, it, it is fire. <laughs> it is fire. Exactly. So if you eat that, it, and, and it, whatever it is that you eat, and it takes you back to that moment in time of, of happiness or joy, it's that joy, right? Mm -hmm. It's that joy. Not happiness, because you're not having a happy moment. You're having a joyful moment. Mm -hmm. Please understand the difference, because that's inner. That means you're pulling for something that's always been. Right. And so I would say those are the two major tips that I would give to people. All right. I love that. My face is just I know. Oh, and I, he did make one last night, by the way. Oh, no, I'm done. I already okay. have my sugar filled for this week. <laughs> he ain't about to send me to diabetes. That's how decadent it is. Like one slice, you want to check your blood sugar. <laughs> that is true. It that is, is true. homemade too from scratch. Okay, uh, so uh, Dr. Tally, uh, thank you so much for coming through. I love you, love you, love you. I appreciate yes. you coming through. Do me a big favor. Mm -hmm. Tell our listeners uh, where they can find you. And if you would like, tell them about one of the projects you have working that you're working on Mm -hmm. and also about your new book. Oh my goodness. Yes. So where you can find me, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. Because all about professionalism and a little bit of fun. 
Um, you definitely can find me on, under Wendy Tally, um, DSW LCSW. Okay, so you'll definitely be able to find me there. And I am the only Wendy Tally, you know, that is doing amazing things. So you definitely can find me there. You can also, my website is, is www.drwendytally.com. Mm-hmm. You will see all the things that I am doing as far as with organizations um, and wellness and creating wellness spaces and organizations. And then one of my main love projects that I'm working on, which I'm working on quite a few, but one of them is dear to my heart, is my nonprofit called Hidden No More, which was launched during the pandemic, right? Right, definitely. Hidden No More, it is a nonprofit that is geared towards identifying, um, treating, addressing, and eliminating intimate partner violence amongst our aging community. And Mm. what does that aging community? That means our couples that are still getting it on, getting it in, and flinging it all over the place. Our 50 and over couples. Yes. Like Veronica's doing right now. (laughs) She's not 50, but she's still doing it. when it went on 52. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) That's our wonderful, vivacious single um, couples that are 50 and above that are still you know, together and in relationships or maybe a widow or maybe, you know, have been separated, but they have experienced intimate partner violence, violence from their partner. Mm -hmm. And I will say it's not just women that are experiencing intimate partner violence. Men are experiencing it as well. And, you know, society does not support them in that space of being able to talk about it because their ego and who they are um, is being challenged by that. So, Mm. you know, that is definitely this very dear to my heart and was um, dedicated to my mother and my father who experienced intimate partner violence and they got no help. Okay. okay. So that's very dear to my heart. And right now, my current project, my baby love, which was so in alignment with this talk today about inner peace and development and power and reclaiming is my brand new, I'm so excited, my brand new, my very first one, my healing journal. Yes. For 2021, we got 12 months of just healing practice exercises that you can repeat every single month. Again, it's about habit. I said that before. It's about creating new habits and really looking at yourself on a monthly basis, reflecting and recreating a new normal for yourself. So definitely, you can definitely pre-order at my website, um, drwendytally.com. And you can get more on that. All right. See, I told you guys. Look, dynamic. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. We appreciate you. Yes. Love you, Stink Pot. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sharing space with us today. Remember, your words have power. Use them to heal, not to harm. Take time to reflect, to connect with yourself. As always, be intentional with your healing, my loves. Until next time, bye.